This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Good afternoon. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, Agribition rolls into day four with some high-priced results from yesterday's livestock sales, including $55,000 for a bred cow in the Speckle Park sale. The beef breeds join forces to set up a unified genetic data bank to improve beef production across Canada. We hear from a Norwegian cattle producer on his trip to Regina to buy cattle. Universities in Regina and Saskatoon expand involvement in the agriculture sector. All announcements from Canadian Western Agribition. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. There are some interesting results in the first purebred cattle sales yesterday at Canadian Western Agribition. A Speckle Park heifer calf went to an Australian buyer for $12,000. The high price was for a bred cow in the Speckle Park sale going for $55,000. The 20 lots averaged $9,400. In the Simmental sale, the 16 lots averaged $10,500. The high price was $42,000 for a heifer calf from Manitoba going to Longview Cattle Company in Grenfell. In the Main Anjou sale, the high price was $16,000 for a heifer calf. The 15 lots in the Main Anjou sale averaged $7,233. Agribition CEO Chris Lane is pleased with the results so far at Agribition. So things came out of the gate pretty hot already, which is great to see. So we had a good uh, Speckle Park sale yesterday and a good Simmental sale. We've had, um, you know, a Simmental animal go for over $40,000 and uh, genetics from that Speckle Park sale too are traveling around the world already. So that's what we like to see at Agribition and, uh, you know, it only gets it only gets busier with uh, most of the breeds uh, hitting their stride here today. Yeah, I understand Speckle Park animal animals went to, like, genetics went to Australia and United Kingdom. Tell me a little about the international visitors. How far afield are people here? Yeah, well, they are indeed coming from all over the world, and I think, um, you know, from places that we haven't necessarily seen, too, which is encouraging. Just the other day, I toured a delegation from Bangladesh, and, uh, and lots of great questions around Canadian beef cattle production and how it might work in other places that we might not traditionally have thought of before. So, again, agribition and the quality of the products on display here, getting international attention. And they're looking for our genetics. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. It's, uh, you know, interesting, lots of different applications around are you looking for genetics, to increase a specific uh, breeders program in a country uh, or in some cases our government's looking for wide-scale applications to build up a large domestic beef cattle herd that they might not have and uh, Canada and Agribition becomes uh, probably the best shopping mall in the world for that. It's day four. What's some of the highlights today? 
Well, the uh, the schedule it's it's amazing, Jim. It seems to keep getting busier as the week goes on, but it but it is fun. We've got uh, stock dog championships in the Brand Center today. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, breed shows and sales, really packing the show ring and the sale ring today. Um, and then we've got rodeo, second night of rodeo. Amber Marshall's here tonight, so if anybody wants to get a, a chance to see Amber Marshall tonight's your night to come to the rodeo. Um, and again, the trade show is busy and hopping, lots of shopping to do. How's attendance so far? Attendance is, you know, we're really happy with it. We've got thousands of people coming to the show already this week. And what's interesting is the people who are coming have obviously made a very concerted effort to be here. Uh, so they're looking to do very specific things. We've had, uh, you know, sellout crowds in our Grain Expo, standing room only in the International Egg Summit. Uh, so again, the people who are coming here are really excited to be here. And they're usually here to do a very specific piece of business, which is exactly what the exhibitors are looking for. Now that we're well into aggravation, your thoughts on COVID-19, its impact on the show? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell. I think it's um, you know, we've we've done uh, the best job uh, that we can do to create a safe event plan and we're seeing it in action we're seeing the vaccine checks uh, I would say anybody who's coming to the rodeo for example give yourself extra time those checks to do them right take a little bit of time and we don't want people to miss any of the rodeo so come early if you've got a ticket um, you can get pre-screened at the box office to maybe help that go a little bit faster um, you know we're not obviously the, the the situation around the world is different so you know we're seeing uh, uh, international travel affected by that but overall I think like I said we've got uh, over a hundred international guests here and thousands of people coming through the gates so uh, it's it's a challenge but it hasn't been insurmountable. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca most of Canada's beef breeds are joining forces to advance the use of genetic data to improve Canadian beef production. The agreement was announced at Agribition today. The chair of the Canadian Beef Improvement Network, Dave Sibold, says a cloud services company called Xeris has been engaged to guide the various breeds to create a unified computer data platform. Seaman is about unifying the data collection, the genetic foundation that this great Canadian herd has and actually leveraging it and sharing it with the cow-calf producer, the feedlot, the packer, the retailer, the consumer. So it's truly, truly taking that genetic advantage that we've built here in Canada and leveraging it for even more growth, not only here domestically, but internationally as we move our product around the globe. So is this an export arm or just what is it? It's, it's both an export arm and the ability to leverage the great quality they want. You've heard many times, and we know here in this country, that you know Canada beef is some of the most sought-after beef around the globe. But to maintain our position within that global market now, which is being more and more competitive in the demand for red protein, I mean, Canada will deliver a more verified, validated, genetically enhanced product than our competitors around the globe. And the world is going green, and that's something you have to be very aware of and prepared for. Well, I totally agree, and I mean, the genetic advancements, we're talking about taking the scientist and the academia and, and, and the grassroots producer that all know what good genetics can do within their specific environments, because yes, Canada is a very diverse climate, but in all honesty, one of the most unified climates in terms of beef production, so we can share from one another, and we're building a customized platform that the primary producer can take back and truly design their production efficiencies, their environmental efficiencies, because genetics, as we all know, are the basis of 
everything to go forward. And so today, based upon technology and the new data sharing agreements, we have the ability to take that data, grow it, leverage it, and share with other components that have data because there's an, a mass, an enormous amount of data within the cattle industry, but currently it's not in the platforms that are shareable and leverageable. And so really what we're re making is that unified central hub that allows academia, research, primary producer, and everybody to bring their data and, and gain and learn from it. And so this is uh, this is something that's not happening anywhere else in the globe right now. And so I'm very excited that Canada has this opportunity because we have the best and brightest people and we have the best cattle. And really what we're doing is combining the two to enhance our great product that we already have. And what breeds are included in this agreement? There's currently 10 breeds. So basically those 10 breeds, which I could get you a list of, but in all honesty, I'll tell you it's about 95% of the, of the genetics that go back to the commercial industry. So they're all here. And there's no place in the world where 10 breed associations, which includes all their breeders, which includes all those people that they sell genetics to, that are supportive of this enhanced collaborative effort because we all want to learn and we all want to be better. And that is the Canadian way. And the goal, of course, to expand sales. Well, and it really, it's a market indicator that so that we can continue grow this great herd we have here in Canada, right? And rather than maintain or whatever, and it's and it's really happening everywhere with all the commodities. Is the collaborative effort is the strength? There's strength in numbers. And you know what? It's not that we are at a disadvantage. We're actually just leveraging the great asset we already currently have. And it's all about sharing technology, sharing understanding, because that makes us all better. Dave Sibold is the chair of the Canadian Beef Improvement Network and president of the Canadian Beef Breeds Council. Anna. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Hey, Kara Ustros here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I have here with me David Masson, who is the Director of Enterprise Security with Dark Trace. How's it going today? It's very fine. Yourself? I'm doing well. So before we kind of dive into our topic here today, tell me a bit about Dark Trace. What is it? Uh, Dark Trace is a cyber artificial intelligence company. We use artificial intelligence to find threat, cyber threat, to stop cyber threat, and to investigate cyber threat. There you go. That was easy. Yeah, now if only keeping uh, hackers out were that easy as well. So when we think of cybersecurity, we don't always think of agriculture. However, there have been some uh, recent cyber attacks in the last couple of months when we look at things like JBS or Tractor House or some of the bigger ones there. And it's it's something that we need to be protecting our businesses from. Do you want to talk a bit about some of the things your company has done and what producers can be doing when it comes to gauging the threat? The first thing to do is, is to accept that these attacks uh, aren't going to go away. They're here. They're here for the immediate future. In fact, they're here for the long-term future. And it's a particular threat to us here in Canada as we're the most internet-connected population in the world. So it's effectively part of our, our, it's a fact of life for us here in Canada. And regardless of whether in the private public sector, in industry, or, or in the farming and agricultural sector. And when it comes to scaling the, the effect uh, of, of an attack, uh, in some ways it depends on what the actual attack is. 
But we really need to understand that the impact can be more than just um, uh, paying ransoms, losing money, having your data stolen. It can spread into things such as uh, damage to your reputation, can affect your share price, you can lose your customers. Um, these attacks aren't trivial issues. They, they do have major impact on the industry verticals or the individuals in which they happen. Unfortunately, when it comes to cyber attacks, another part of it is oftentimes there is a ransom amount that is demanded from the attacker. Now, my question for you is how often are these actually these ransom amounts actually paid? And if they are, should they should they always be paid or what are your thoughts on that? Well, do you know what? Um, that's that's really an issue for the, the victim at the time. Um, I, I wasn't there. You weren't there. We don't know the full circumstances. Um, it's really it's really up to the the, the, the target or organisation to decide what they're going to do. Um, in some cases, they may be able to say, "Well, we're not going to pay the ransom. We have really good backups. We can build everything back up again, and we'll do that." Bear in mind that the cost of rebuilding might actually be more than the ransom. Uh, for an example, that would be the city of Atlanta, which was ransomware back in 2017. The ransom was $51,000 US, but I think the cleanup costs were $17 million. So there you go. It's really going to be a decision made by the organization at the time. And don't forget that in some cases, if the backups have been uh, encrypted themselves or they don't have any, it might well be the case that the only, the only uh, uh, source of remedy they have is to pay a ransom and hope that they get their data back. But something I'd really want to stress here is that paying the ransom doesn't actually guarantee that you'll get all your data back or your data back in a, a workable condition, even if you do pay the ransom. So what are some of the biggest challenges facing agribusinesses today when it comes to cybersecurity? Well, pretty much all the attacks that you read about in the press, whether it's botnets, ransomware, cryptojacking, um, IP theft, uh, all the rest of it, um, these affect agriculture just as much as they do any other vertical here in Canada. And they do actually happen and they happen all over the world. Uh, so it's a major step in just accepting that. Uh, it's almost inevitable that um, these kind of attacks will get inside um, the uh, computer networks uh, on farms and in the agriculture business. But it's not inevitable that they will actually cause damage. It is possible to stop these attacks um, and to uh, mitigate the, the impact that they have. Um, but pretty much, uh, pretty much they're a fact of life. Where would you say the threat level is for individual farms? What, what kind of scale are we looking at that threat being? Is it only at the bigger companies? Ah, right. That's a very interesting point you brought up. And um, the government started a project um, by giving some funding to the Community Safety Knowledge Alliance based out of Saskatoon as an attempt to actually find out what is the scale of the threat to farming in Canada. Because right now, we don't really know. We have anecdotal evidence from attacks happening throughout the country, but we don't have as a clear picture of what's going on. So this uh, new government initiative is to try and find that out. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Partly cloudy today, wind southeast 20 gusting to 40. The high today, plus 1, the low, minus 3. Friday, sunny, wind west 20, the high plus 7 tomorrow, the low minus 6. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 7. 
Sunday, partly cloudy, the high plus 8, the low minus 3. Monday, sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 9. Tuesday, sunny, the high plus 1, the low minus 3. Wednesday, sunny, the high 7 degrees, that's plus 7. Normal high for this date, minus 5, the normal low, minus 15. The sun rose at 8.29 this morning, it sets at 5.02 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now, Maple Creek at plus 8. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay at minus 17. Estevan is minus 3, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current 0, Weyburn minus 4, Yorkton minus 11. Partly cloudy in Regina, it's minus 7. That's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 26, gusting to 37. Humidity is 78%. The barometer falling 101.8. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 1. Winds are from the south, southwest at 33. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and minus 7. That's 19 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. There are returning international visitors at this week's Canadian Western Agribition in Regina in spite of the pandemic. Erling Gresseth is the president of the Norwegian Beef Breeders Association. It's a show he doesn't want to miss. It's always nice to come back to Agribition. It's my, I think it's nine or ten time I'm here uh, to come here and meet all these nice people visiting and talk to the breeders, uh, see what a lot of work you're putting into a show like this. I think it's one of the amazing places you can go to. It's amazing for me. Gresseth comes looking for livestock genetics. Uh, yeah, this year we are only three of us, but we are here to looking for new genetics. Uh, we can't bring any live uh, stock animals back home, but it's mostly embryos and a little bit of, of semen we are bringing back home. Gresseth outlines what he's looking for. The world is getting greener and greener, you know, so you have to have uh, animals who, who is using uh, uh, the, the grass on a better way because uh, the corn is we can use on the other level. So we are out finding cattle who is using the grass the best way. Gretzis says he has interest in Canadian and U.S. cattle. He says he has found some good genetics in Canada. Oh yeah, we have. We, we, we bring some back every year. Uh, some uh, has been a huge success back in Norway. We have a lot of, of uh, semen bulls, which is actually uh, embryo bulls from Canada here. So I think it, uh, that's the reason we are here, you know. We haven't come back if we wouldn't find what we are looking for. Gresseth says it was difficult to travel to Regina. I've never been more difficult. It was uh, every place we are stopping to, it's uh, check on papers and COVID and all kinds of stuff. So it, it was almost a nightmare to get here. So I hope it's getting better next time. Gresseth outlines the COVID-19 status in Norway. In Norway, we have been locked down for almost two years. And uh, what shall I say, it's been quite a nightmare, but uh, we are vaccinating all the, the people. Uh, but now they are still locking down more and more because uh, young people are getting it. So it's, it's not a nice situation. And uh, that's the same of a lot of countries in Europe. Gresseth has about 100 purebred Charlay cows. He describes the beef market in Norway. 
the beef is quite expensive. Norway is an expensive country, so yeah, it's quite uh, expensive. And and we, but we don't have enough Norwegian beef, so that's the reason we are trying to get it up and and rise more beef cattle because it's the dairy industry has been the biggest. That's is going down now because the dairy cows are milking more and more, and we need the meat, and that's the reason we are we are looking for more beef cows. Erling Grethus is the president of the Norwegian Beef Breeders Association. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service, arcolabuildingsupplies.com. Troubles on the meat packing front, 98% of unionized workers at the Cargill Meat Plant in High River gave a recent offer by the company a thumbs down. The union had recommended workers reject it, that's exactly what they did. Workers have said if their demands for better working conditions and wages aren't met, they could hit the bricks as early as December 6th. Cattle producers are watching it very closely. This Agribition Champion Report brought to you by 2S Auctioneers Online Auction House. Start bidding today at 2sauctioneers.ca. And brought to you by Nelson GM and RV in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Stop by Nelson GM today or visit them online at nelsongm.ca. The University of Saskatchewan and Olds College have signed an Agriculture and Livestock Research Memorandum of Understanding. The agreement was announced at Agribition in Regina yesterday. Terry Fonstad is the Associate Dean of Research for the College of Engineering at the U of S and explains what it all means. So we already have an agreement with SASTEL uh, to, to, to put connectivity out at the Livestock and Forage Centre of Excellence for us to be able to do research to enable actually research and development in the ag tech sector and, and smart farming for forage and cow-calf. And, and Olds College had set up a smart farm there primarily in, in focusing on the grain side of it and, and Dr. Agnew has now set it up as a pan-Canadian with partners across Canada and we're, we want to be part of that. Uh, I think Canada's, you know, we're, we're not competing against each other, we're competing against the world and so we need to start sharing ideas and sharing those things and have our grad students working at old college those kind of things and uh, and also it's about solving the right problems so you can put egg you can put egg tech into farming but does it pay back on the, on the return on investment so that's a big part of it you know what are the problems that need to be solved and let's solve them economically and so let's push production where it needs to be and uh, and we're excited about this the relationship with Olds College will enable students to be at both locations, the U of S and Olds. There are also other locations joining forces, including Guelph. SASTEL role is to move data around the province. The project is to enhance farm research, and it's expected to be in place next spring. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola gained 20 cents at 985.02. Oats rose $30.10 at 566.63. One red spring wheat fell 663 at 458.10. The rest were unchanged. Durham 707.72. Feed barley 383.64. Flax 1468.62. Lentils 986.50. Yellow peas 608.61. Feed wheat 261.65. 
U.S. markets are closed for U.S. Thanksgiving. At the close yesterday, Minneapolis spring wheat was up three quarters of a cent at 10.36 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on The Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of November the 24th. The weather improved here. The cattle came to town. A respectable number here this week. 2,500 head in the short, 350 cows and bulls, a total of 2,850 for the day. Cows were five cents higher here, and the bulls selling steady. D1, D2 cows, 62 to 68. Sales is 70, 72. D3 cows, 50 to 60. Cows are averaging 62 and a quarter. Good bulls, 88 to 98. Sales to a dollar. The bulls are averaging 89 cents. On to the pre-sort sale. These steers selling five to eight higher here on some of the weight classes. The heifers were selling three to five higher here. Listen up. 420 pound steers, 249. 500 pound black steers, 232. 570 pound steers, 219. 640 pound tan steers at 202. Never said that price for a while. And my favorite pen, 710 pound tan steers, 193. 800 pound black steers, 190. And listen to this, 850-pound red black exotics used at 192. 420-pound heifers, 192. 500-pounders, 181. 570-pound heifers, 187. 640-pound heifers, 181. 710-pound heifers, 171. And 760-pound heifers, 166. Another pre-sort next week. We have three pre-sorts left before the Christmas break. And this Friday, November 26th at 11 o'clock, our first bred cow and heifer sale and some pairs, consisting of 250, 270 cows here and heifers, consigned our 505 complete herd dispersals. You can come view the cattle Thursday afternoon and Friday right up until sale time. Sale time is at 11 o'clock this Friday. Last Friday, what a sale we had for our sheep, lamb, and goats. 800 head here, some highlights. 65-pound lambs, 315. 70-pound lambs, 307. 85-pound lambs, 284. Call use 175 to two dollars. Kid goats, 70 pound kid goats, 252 dollars a piece, and 95 pound kid goats at 200 dollars a piece. That's it for this week at Heartland York, and I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for today: 167.79 per ckg. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The University of Regina is providing $180,000 in support of the AgTech Accelerator. AgTech is a venture capital-backed accelerator to assist early-stage Canadian AgTech startups through innovation and push global agriculture forward. AgTech includes Economic Development Regina, Cultivator from Conexus, and Emertech. Associate Vice President of Research at the U of R, Dr. Chris Yost, is excited to use the university's research infrastructure in the partnership. The agreement was announced at Canadian Western Agribition. He says the program will enable students and faculty to be part of the state-of-the-art AgTech projects and gain important experience. Yost says the university has helped develop precision agricultural methods and efforts to improve dugout water quality and create new products from farm waste. On the markets, the TSX is up 91 points at 21,639. The Dow has declined 9 points to 35,804. Oil has fallen 26 cents at 78.13 cents per barrel. 
The Canadian dollar is up 11 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.03 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good fun. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.